0: Welcome to Seds and Sandals, a PE podcast by the Lancashire Post. This week we're discussing the draw against Cardiff City, the upcoming game against Luton Town, and some more takeover talk. So let's get into it. Hello and welcome to Seds and Sandals. My name is Tom Sandals, and with me, as always, is Dave Seddon. Dave, how are we? I'm good, thank you. Good, yeah. yeah. We've had a decent morning. We're recording this on uh, Monday at mm-hmm. one o'clock. Mm-hmm. We've spoken to Ryan Lowe and Bambo Diaby today. Mm-hmm. Now we're recording the podcast. Proper PNE day for it's us, isn't it? PNE from
1: breakfast through <laughs> yeah. to lunch, yeah,
0: really good. After after leaving at eight o'clock and getting back at half ten on Cardiff, I think we're pretty much living North End at the moment, we're, aren't
1: we? We're living the dream, yeah, we're the dream. You just touched on the press conference there; it was a real good one. I really enjoyed it. We uh, we had quite a long. 20 minutes or so mm. with Bambo the Arby who was an absolute pleasure to interview he's he great isn't he speaks 8 languages we, we decided to speak to him in English so <laughs> yeah. you know
0: we could have spread it
1: out but you know yeah, we, ca- we clearly can yeah, as well yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah my Catalanese or um, <laughs> yeah. you know the Catalonian Catalonian yeah yeah, which is one of his languages or oh, my Belgian my Flemish isn't that good <laughs> yeah. so uh, I decided to stick with the English but yeah. you know no, he, he, he was really good to talk to I got mm. to admit.
0: yeah great guy um, well, we'll go straight into then Cardiff. We've gone from the excitement of Bambo Diaby to mm-hmm. um, Cardiff, yeah, because <laughs> it wasn't particularly exciting. Nil nil, mm-hmm. um, a couple of chances for each, nothing, maybe that clear cut. You know, I, I, to me, I come away thinking it's one of them days. Yeah. You, you have it in football, don't you?
1: Yeah, it wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't exciting. It wasn't an exciting nil nil. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you contrast it, say to the nil-nil, the no North had with Nottingham Forest. There yeah. have been some of, good nil-nils yeah, lately. Yeah, that you know, which was a really good nil-nil. This one was a little bit drab. Well, first half, I looked down at my notepad, <laughs> and I just scribbled notes during a game, uh, and nothing, I had the, the first page of my notepad, you know, for the game, and it had nothing written on for about 25 minutes, and yeah. I think, uh, I don't know, I must have written about a corner or a throw in <laughs> finally, but, it came to life a little bit, sort of last 20 25 minutes. I thought the North End had a couple of good chances. I thought DJ, you know, rode a couple of challenges to get mm. in, threw on goal, and the keeper smothered his shot at his legs. And then there was the one where Archer had, had the shot, came back off the keeper, and Brown put it wide, slipped as he was shooting and put it wide. And then at the other end, there was a couple of late chances for, Dar- uh, for um, Cardiff, which. Yeah, Daniel Everson, standard. It, made Piazzi. two good saves from it. Yeah, made two great saves. Well, one very good save. I thought the first one, second, you'd expect him to make. But that was about it, really. Mm. Cardiff did have the ball in the net and stop his, his time through Jordan Hugill, But the whistle had gone before yeah. he shot it in. It wasn't really a sort of hot stop him. Yeah, moment, they'd was kind it. of
0: left him okay. at that point, hadn't they? They'd, they'd, they'd kind of given up. There was a foul by Ipiazu in the build-up. And mm-hmm. it's fair play to Morrison after the game when he got asked about it. He said, at first I was a bit questioning it he yeah. said but I've seen it back and yeah it was a foul yeah. so we move on I was like oh okay fair. Yeah. it's rare even if they've seen a foul normally they go well I'd like for it not yeah. to be given he was just like no yeah. and I thought Ike Piazu had a, a a pretty big impact off the bench to be fair for, for Cardiff and he did
1: he did he, he made a bit of a difference For we, 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 we started this recording off talking about Bambo when mm. it, um, I thought Bambo was an absolute monster in the middle of the defence most of the game at when that you know their sub came on. He did give him one or two problems in that yeah. last ten minutes. But Had his number, yeah. But ap- it, he'd yeah. wait for him
0: to come yeah. in and, and just go yeah. past him.
1: But he hadn't started the game apparently because he'd been ill during the week, right. so he wasn't feeling hundred percent. So might, might have been a good job. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm not sure what he'd be
0: like at hundred yeah. percent. Um Yeah. A couple of chances for North End, but just couldn't really. I mean, it's it's been a bit of story for North End for quite a while now. It's nothing yeah. new, but just not having that creative spark, not yeah. having that difference on the day.
1: Cardiff played it like the away team at times. Mm. They, they sat back. It, it was two two formations, which would have saying two, three, five, twos. So it gives you a free man somewhere else on the pitch. But it, it, it was mainly, you know, they dropped off in the second half. I thought, well, North, well, tried to play on the break. Yeah. Let North End come and attack him. Mean, North End had a lot of the ball. They were working it sort of sideways and across, but he didn't really find those little gaps through, DJ did at one point, mm. you know weaving his way into the box, a couple of you know, a couple of touches went in his favour you know, but apart from that there wasn't a great deal, you know Cardiff did defend the box very well um, and yeah we, we, you know, I've written numerous pieces after matches, you know Ryan Lowe was frustrated mm. Frankie McIlroy was frustrated Alex Neil was frustrated it has been a theme that sometimes North End, you know, they can have Plenty of the ball, but just can't seem to work and open it. If you know what I mean,
0: would Ched Evans have made a difference on the day? And I, I wrote about that in my mm. in my talking points, and we we talked about it before the game, saying that we would have started Ched Evans. Yeah. I personally think he would have changed he, it, the game; would have been a lot different. I think the the biggest issue I have at the moment with Emil Reese and Cameron Archer individually and playing as a pair is the hold-up play. There yeah. is there is very little hold-up play. They are poachers. They want to be on the last man, getting in behind, finishing stuff off, not creating it, not being too much of a link. Yeah. I think in that kind of game, where it was coming back a fair bit, mm-hmm. not that Cardiff were ever much of a threat, but it kept coming back, and they couldn't quite build up front to make that opening. Yeah. I think Ched Evans changes, changes that and unsettles them a bit. And if you think Perry and G who is still relatively young, still relatively new to this level, who's normally a right-back at right centre-back, mm-hmm. you would fancy Ched Evans to find a bit of joy down Pull, that side. Pulling
1: him against it, yeah. yeah. Well, in the press conference, I asked Ryan Lowe about his attacking options and the fact that even when he did make a change and brought Reese off, it was Scott Sinclair he brought on rather than Chad Evans. Mm. Ched was an unused sub. And his thinking of it was he thought it was a game for runners behind... Cardiff's back yeah. line maybe he thought if the ball was going to be up in the air Cardiff with yeah Perry Gio, you know, fair enough a sort of wing back playing as a centre half but they had Flint in there they had yeah. the Guinness in there two big lads maybe he thought it might turn into a bit of a scrap that way and maybe if they're not as mobile at the back he could slide it through um, as I say he brought Sinclair on but only there were five or six minutes yeah. left didn't really have time to make an impact and, and see if Biggest it was going to work. Biggest impact was the
0: welcome he got from the Cardiff yeah, fans.
1: Yeah, being an ex Swansea player, that was... Uh, yeah, um, Yeah, there were one or two boobs, weren't there, yeah. when he came on. But I thought uh, Reese didn't really impact the game too much. I thought Archie was of the front two. He was the one who looked more lively. If anyone was going to make something happen, it was him. He was dropping off, looking for the ball, turning. Sometimes the problem with that, Archer had the ball outside the box, you know, and he mm. want him in there. But he, he had the, he had the shot on the turn, which came off the keeper, which Brown... Should have scored the rebound from. Yeah, so, slipped, yeah. didn't he? Yeah, so so I thought Archie oh, did okay up there. To be fair, but it'd be interesting now what he goes with down at, at Luton. Is it one where he puts a refreshed Evans back? Mm-hmm. A week, you know, week ten games, week ten days between games for him, fully rested. Does he go and go and give me seventy five minutes, soften him up or something? So uh,
0: yeah, it started with Andrew Hughes at, at left wing back and mm-hmm. went with. Uh, I think was it was it you mentioning at Cardiff it's a completely new back three to the one he started with, was it? No, it won't be because Sepp was in there. Yeah. It but was, if you think
1: of if you think was back it to the
0: first game of the season, yeah. was it? If Is that think, what you were well, saying? Yeah, plan, well
1: yeah, or the early stages of the season. First of all, we sort of got used to a back three of Story. Jordan Storey, yeah. Patrick Bauer and Andrew Hughes. Yeah. And then it was more Sepp on the right and Bauer and, and Hughes. Hughes. Uh, but here we were, it was, yeah, it was set up again, but it was like Bambo in the middle and it was Liam Lindsay on the left of the three yeah. and Hughes was playing down the left wing back slot, which was apparently designed to stop uh, Cody's drama coming up from yeah. the right there, court, you know, match, you know, stop Cardiff. He looked like
0: a bit of a threat early yeah, on. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he
1: was fast, you know, so he wanted shoes out there. He'd done a job against Nottingham Forest on Spence yeah. doing that, and I think he wanted a similar job. Actually, Ryan Lowe told us afterwards that he, it's not shoes his most favourite position. The, obviously, he's played as a left back a lot, but the left wing back role, mm. I think it's a little bit foreign to him, you know, the, you know, the attacking side of it. Although he does get forward very well. Yeah. But I think shoes now is a. Sees himself as that sort of left-sided centre defender, so. Mm. uh, But it shows mm. good depth, doesn't it? it That you've got
0: three different. And and I think I was saying this on the way to Cardiff that every single defender Mm. at at North End's disposal at the moment, you would not blink if any of them came into the seed. There's no. No real drop off, no. really. You can say, "Yeah, I think he's better," but you don't go into it going, ah, "He's not a championship player. No. He's not good enough." Like every single one has come in
1: yeah.
0: and played fine. Normally, the first game they come in, they get mad of the match. Yeah. Liam I, Lindsay was brilliant in his first game. Bambo Diaby yeah. the same.
1: Yeah, I've, you know, Lin, Lindsay got caught on the ball a couple of times, didn't mm. he? And uh, he was about to be substituted. Uh, they had Ali McCann ready for about a minute while they were waiting for the ball to go out of play Mm. and then Lindsay got hit by a a bit of a tackle he he lost possession didn't he and went sliding in for the challenge trying to get it back and ended up got a bit of a whack he meant to be okay I think but um, no but otherwise he's done fine and then Bambo you know I was probably a bit worried about it. pitching him in against Bournemouth the other week mm. debut against a, you know a top team like that but he I think he's been really good in his first two games you know for you know first full game so uh, good on him and you know Sep Sep, isn't he he's like being consistent all season Hughes who's probably pushing for player of the year would have thought uh, from that left-sided role
0: yeah, yeah, it, I can't, I can't look past him for that. No, personally, probably not. No, Everson, Everson's got a shout because the he's saves. kept, he's kept north ending yeah. games, or he's yeah. one points potentially on yeah. his own at
1: times. Yeah, Reese will be in the running because he's got seventeen goals, but yeah, performance wise, a little bit inconsistent. But if you're basing it on performance, sort of seven, eight out of ten every mm. week, you're pushing towards you, I think. Yeah, you? it's a
0: funny one that that. I don't think Emil Reese will come into too many Player of the Year nomination uh, like conversations, despite the goals he scored, because mm. he's he's a funny sort where if he doesn't score, you don't get a lot from him performance wise, really, do you? That's the no. that's the sort of
1: that's the takeaway you get sometimes yeah. with a certain kind of striker, you know. So no, but. he, he goals you applaud him for but there will be others who if you were judging him on real consistency there's others ahead of him yeah
0: a a point on the road though a clean sheet on the road and that's Mm -hmm. again I feel like I'm doing a post-match press conference with a player but it is something to build on isn't it it's the same thing I put to the players but it, it, that 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 is the case. You, if you draw away from home and win well, at home, L- Low told us.
1: Bad. Ryan Low told us this morning that was his seventh clean sheet under him, and he'd set. What he told mm. us today was he'd set the players a target of ten. Yeah. Is it by yeah, the end of the was. season? When he first came in, he said, "Let's see if we can keep 10. We,
0: we get little glimpses yeah. into these targets because the talks about Alan Brown said the players had a target to get to, and then we'll talk about the playoff. Yeah. Reese has got his goal target. Um, there's other targets that they mm-hmm. set, yeah. and we keep getting little glimpses into them. Yeah, uh, there's obviously a want. points
1: target in mind which mm. you set them when he's never said that or that what that is, but by saying yeah, I want ten clean sheets. This was in December. Let's see if we can keep ten clean sheets. He's got seven of them. Yeah, you know, three for the last eight games. Is it? You yeah, know, definitely free. It's not, Yeah, it, the way to defend it, you, you think the uh, it was certainly obtainable. That yeah, yeah. So.
0: yeah. Well, we'll move on to Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Uh, after a nice short trip to Cardiff, we have an equally short trip to uh, Luton. Luton, oh, yeah. Wednesday night. I know, Woo! yeah. So uh, thanks. Don't you all just love the EFL yeah. and the fixture person?
1: Yeah, because this is a scheduled game. It yeah. was always in the fixture list. It's not a rearranged one or anything you know, from earlier in the season or anything. You know, it was Luton on, you know, Wednesday night. <laughs> you know, brilliant. So Kenilworth mm. Road. First time Preston North End fans will have been inside that ground for fifteen year, more than fifteen years, because mm. obviously North End didn't play. They, they played them in two thousand and six. That was the last time in December. Yeah, then the teams were in different divisions for for a long time. And then since we've come back, both, both trips down to Kenilworth Road have been behind closed doors mm. or, or very limited as we play. The first game, it was the first game of the restart after the first lockdown and the second time we played them last season when they got absolutely tub three nil. Mm. Was uh, that that strange thing when we were all split into different tiers? Yeah, and because Luton were tier two at the time, yeah, they were allowed two thousand fans mm. in. You know, you you did make a racket. Well, luckily, from whatever, they were I in London. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's Bedfordshire apparently. right then yeah. about by the end of that week after North End had played there. The, their rates went so high they got sort I think they got pushed into the highest one, you know. Jeez. So but but to cut a long story short, yeah, North End fans haven't been there for a long time. So mm-hmm. it was the first game that was postponed by the coronavirus yeah. when Football was shut down for three weeks. So right, we'll, we'll leave it until April. You know, my yeah. word. Look oh, at we,
0: had, we had that really long wait for football to return. North ending the playoffs the mm. whole time, thinking what could this season be? But and then yeah, they go and throw it away at Luton, and yeah. the performance but, but never the, really picked yeah, up after that. <laughs> but the
1: initial, perf- the initial post by Corona was three weeks. That was all. Yeah, yeah. Know? We'll put it off till April, and we should be all right. By yeah, then, and then like. Two years down the line, was sort of. I know, (laughs) I know. Yeah,
0: I moved, I moved house, Mm -hmm. and then everything went into lockdown. Trapped in my new house. Um, But yeah, Luton seventh in the league, going really well. Did get beat at the
1: weekend though. QPR on Sunday, yeah. But Mm -hmm. there is
0: so little to separate those those teams in there, you know. And at the moment, with the, I mean, they've been in decent form. They've won three of the last five. I wouldn't bet against Luton being in the top four, especially the way you know. Someone like Rovers are going. Someone's going to probably drop out between now and then. We could be coming up against a a playoff team this weekend. Certainly, yeah. On Wednesday.
1: When North End played them in um, October, I think it was, we won 2-0 at Deepdale. I think Luton were top six then. They Mm. were in the top six. Then they had a little dip and come back out. But Nathan Jones, the manager there, seconds fell in charge. He came back during the pandemic, during the first lockdown. Yeah. sat Graham Jones and put him in charge and his first game back was against North End that time, June 2020. Callum McMahon, Yeah. Mean? He rescued him from relegation that season mm. and then last season they had a decent mid-table. I think they finished just above North End, didn't they, were placed mm. place above. And this season he's got him flying, so... Yeah,
0: they're three points off fourth because mm. in, in their league at the moment, QPR, who beat them yesterday, yesterday as we're recording it, Sunday, mm-hmm. uh, QPR 59... Rovers 58, Sheffield United and Luton 57, and then uh, Middlesbrough 56 in eighth. So <laughs> in a couple of weeks, they, they could be third because yeah. Huddersfield are only 63. Uh, 63. Mm-hmm. They're only six points off off third. Like There is so little to split it, and they have essentially been one of the most consistent sides. And as you mentioned before, 15 years since the last time the two played, since then Luton have been out of the football league, they have, haven't they? Yeah, and yeah. they've they've worked their way right back up into the to the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. You know, it takes North, some doing.
1: North End last played him in two thousand and six when they were playing it was championship fixed year, then mm. yeah, Luton dropped through the divisions went as I say, even went out of the football league and I think it took him a little bit of time to get back in as well. So um yeah, yeah, but I don't think the ground's changed, I don't since then. I don't think the ground's changed since Yeah, you're
0: really looking forward to going there. I don't think the ground's
1: changed since like nineteen fifty four or something, looking at it. It was um yeah, it's a bit it's a bit tight. I don't mm. think parking's the best, Tom. You know, we might, <laughs> I don't know where we're going to park. Maybe parking in the next county or something. So. <laughs> well, we
0: were saying as well before the season, weren't it? how how well Luton seemed to go about things in the in the transfer window. Mm. And their top scorer, Adebayo, 13 mm. goals. A lot of people talking about him. Mm. You've got um, on on Onyedema, people like that. They just seemed to be getting things right at the moment there, yeah. don't they?
1: Snodgrass gone there yeah. as well. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, they picked up a couple of sort of... Slightly more experienced players to go, yeah. with the younger players, haven't they, to guy Cameron Jerome's there, isn't he, as yes, well? Yes, and is it Howrah? How, Howrah Connor Howrah hands there. Oh, no,
0: Henry Lansbury it Henry is. Henry so
1: Lansbury, that's it, yeah. They so do so both at Villa at the same time, yeah, it's getting a bit mixed yeah, up where they end up. So you've got those three or four really experienced pros to go with some ones younger lads recruited in a similar way to North End have done at times. And then you've got the mix
0: of the the, the people that have been there five or six years who have helped them get there and and stable, you know, like Sonny Bradley and people like that that you associate with Luton. So they've got that real good mix backed up by that Mm -hmm. little bit of... High-profile in the squad that can kind of raise people's games a little bit. Yeah,
1: yeah. But so I think it'd be it'd be a tough game for North End. But as I say, North End's away record is very good. Mm. The, the 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 North End are consistent under Ryan Low. Yes, there's a lot of draws in there but they're not getting beat very often. Mm. So I think you can look at it and still, yeah, it's a tough game, but you fancy him to go with there and be, be in the game all the way through yeah. and see what can happen.
0: Definitely. How do you expect them to to, to line up, Paddy? Because we we weren't mm. far off on, on Saturday for what we were guessing. Mm-hmm. I think there'll be a few changes.
1: Yeah, because he wants a little bit of freshness between... Sa- I know it's not Saturday, Tuesday. You've got that extra game. And you can bear in mind as well that they've... They don't play again for two and a half weeks, so mm. there's not that sort of, well, save his legs for the following Saturday, but there will be that thing, look, is there any freshness I can get out of it? Bambo had cramp at the end <laughs> against Cardiff. And
0: his calf kindly departed him, because yeah. he said uh, in press this morning. Uh, jumped up for a header, he went that high, his his, his calf just said, OK, bye, bye Bambo. Bye Bambo, yeah. <laughs> that yeah, was his yeah. words, OK, yeah. bye Bambo.
1: Bye Bambo, yeah. So... But then again, he's played well. So, Mm. let's see. Pat Bowers back. Yeah, Pat Bowers available. Lindsay maybe. Is it too much of a risk to play him after he came off with that whack?
0: See, for me, the back three will hinge on who's going to play left wing back. Because if Hughes Hughes is not needed at left wing back, he plays left centre back. I don't think there's a doubt about that. Mm -hmm. Sepp has always said Mm. he's... He, he recovers from games fine. He's yeah, still young. He's fine, yeah. They always laugh about it. You know, he's he's fine going into games. So he's not an issue. It's who you go with down the middle. And yeah. for me, I think with Bambo getting a bit of cramp and having two games, although you've got the break with Bauer being fit and not used the other day, mm-hmm. I think you just revert to type a little bit and go back to those, those maybe, three.
1: Maybe, but, I, but then who I think do you go it, left wing back? Yeah. I think it'd be a really big call to leave Bambo out to be fair. Mm. Um, but then you say left wing back Greg Cunningham's not quite right. He's going to be after the international. Mm. Break. They
0: were. They had been mentioned about maybe going mm. for the looting game, but yeah. with it, he had a bit of a setback, which yeah. I think has, yeah. has kept him out.
1: Josh Earl's got a shoulder injury at the moment. Whether that keeps him out, that that might be an option if it was just a case of resting him on um, Saturday, ready for yeah. this one. He said he was back on, b- on the grass. He said he was back on the grass. His no. next two days. Yeah, so maybe you'll risk bringing Earl back. I
0: think. In. I think he will be content. I don't think he'll. I don't think he'll think twice about injury-wise about no. using him because that's no. what you're saying. It's is just
1: is in, in his form, you know. Yeah. His form's not been great. Does he bring him back in? But he's shown before he's uh, he's left him out, but then brought him back in again. Yeah, he's yeah. not afraid to do that. Yeah. So maybe round pegs and round holes, you know. They yeah, I want a left footer there. It might not be the game where you risk Josh Murphy playing out of position as a left wing back or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, Ali McCann's come in and played there. Uh, The last two games, hasn't he come off the bench? But I was thinking if they're going to go for a little bit of freshness, might it be McCann's legs in midfield. Mm -hmm. Brown did a lot of running on Saturday without a lot of reward. Got a bit of cramp in his groin muscle towards the end, which sounds painful. Yeah. So do do you risk that? Do you put Brown on the bench? I don't know. You don't put Ledson in? No, you don't. No, Ryan Ledson's out for the season now. Um, that's another one we got from the press conference this morning. Um, you've got, I think he needs a sort of clean out operation on his knee. Probably sounds like a bit of cartilage or something, yeah, doesn't it? A, sort of of
0: a, a lovely little scrape around yeah, there. Yeah, and
1: they swish a load of water and sideline into it and flush your knee out to get yeah. a lot of debris out. And if there's anything which needs a bit of a trim off, they can do that. So, But that's that's ledson out for the season now. I think he's having it in the next 10 days. Yeah, I think yeah. if you go for an op, you, I think you have to isolate for a, a little spell oh, before and okay, yeah. yeah, So that might be something like not going in tomorrow, he's yeah. going in, in within the next 10 days or so. So it was, um, it'll was. only be a quick day job, won't it? And yeah. it'll be fine. But the, the thinking was, Ledson was thinking, look, I'll I'll go I'll do it till the end of the season you know we'll get it done in the summer but I think they want to give him a proper rehab and a proper rest so that he's ready for pre-season next yeah. season starts a little bit earlier the, the end of July doesn't it with the World Cup yeah. so pre-season will obviously be starting getting proper warmed up for bit, pre-season a bit more bit, bit more into June rather than 1st of July mm. so I think you know that, that's getting right that's getting properly right now
0: I think especially because the playoffs are probably unlikely so <laughs> why <it>. why <laughs> risk him and why exactly
1: Exactly, yeah, but... Put f- him through Yeah, that. won't get to play playoff final, though, and there's no right it, Yeah, there, well, so he will have a on his face, to, won't he? Yeah.
0: And yeah. He's b- but although he won't, he has ruled out a Steve Evans run down the touchline... He does, yeah. Uh, <laughs> ...earlier today. Yeah. Um, that was
1: another topic of conversation, wasn't it? Touchline etiquette. So yeah. That's for another day, I yeah, think. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, do you go Chet Evans...
1: I I've, I think a refreshed Chad Evans now up front. I think he'll go with Archer. And I mean, he looks yeah. tired at
0: the best of times. Imagine him refreshed, like yeah, yeah. be a right. I just, I
1: just think we had this debate last week, and it's one I think I think Reese might be the one game where yeah, have him on the bench, come on as an impact player, so yeah. towards the end, and uh, I think at the moment he he will play he did talk, Ryan Lowe did talk towards the end of last week about it won't necessarily always be Cameron Archer, Mm. but he's when you, he's a natural goal scorer. He's that little predator. Yeah. He sort of seems to take different chances in and around the box. So, he's obviously one they're going to want to keep playing for now.
0: I think on his off day as well, his performance is still, he contributes still more than Emil Reese does on his off day. And I think that's probably the difference.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, and, you know I'm, I'm looking longer term if they want Cameron Archer back next season you you do want to be playing him in a lot of matches and show mm. Villa look you know he did start a game that, that's not that's not the fact oh he's only starting because we want him back next year but mm. it, it will be in the thinking but no but I definitely think yeah have Archer up there have Evans up there and yeah. then soften him up and if needs be you can stick Reeves on in yep. the latter stages yep well
0: Wednesday is going to be fun—the drive down and all that. But
1: yeah, well, sure as eggs are eggs, Tom, you'll drop off on the way home.
0: I probably will. yes. Yeah, so um, you,
1: you will be in the passenger seat. Right? <laughs> I, I, do yeah. assur- I do. I will assure other drivers on the M6 and the M1 that Tom <laughs> Tom will not be driving on the way home. Not not
0: intentionally. I, I will add. Yeah. I do try and stay awake. I just end up kind of nodding like an old yeah. man in his armchair.
1: Yeah, but then with no match for two and a half weeks. Yeah,
0: pff, yeah, that's rubbish, isn't it? I, know. As I say
1: the. We were due an international break anyway, which would have been a two two week gap. Yeah, but the fact is, we should have been playing a, a team we called should Blackpool. Is it Blackpool? Sure played someone on Some Saturday, someone or other. Yeah, a... we should have been playing Blackpool on Saturday. at Deepdale, obviously, It's the uh, Tory Party Spring Conference in Blackpool yeah. over the weekend, and uh, all police. I don't was... know which is worse. Know, yeah, <laughs> I
0: don't. Know, I won't bring politics into the program, yeah. but uh... so <laughs> Boris is
1: in Blackpool basically. So every available policeman available in Jeez. Lancashire has to go over to Blackpool. And so policing Preston and Blackpool was not on priority mm. that weekend. So that is now on the 5th of April. Hence, we've got not playing this Saturday and then it goes into the international yeah. break. Would you so.
0: rather have played them on a Saturday or it is there going to be something nice about it being under the lights? It's again. under the
1: lights. It's Sir Tom's a what would have been Sir Tom's mm. 100th birthday. It's a nice night, you know, for, for that. And... It's out of everyone's control. The mm. police said, look, we can't police it on that day because we've got the Tory party conference. So it's moved. Well, let's deal with it. Tickets are flying out, doing really well. Yep, Cops sold out. So, um, yeah. But that one's for after the international break and was Derby before that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So we just twiddle our thumbs for two weeks. Absolutely. Or go to a local non-league game. Yeah. Like exactly. That's what you normally do in the international break, I suppose, it's, isn't it? There's plenty, plenty get to
1: do. But no, it's just, it just seemed a uh, just having that... Two Saturdays off, mm. it, it, it will stretch that break, won't it? Yeah. I'll tell you by the time we're getting ready to play Derby on April the 2nd, we'll <laughs> to, I'll be walking to Friday. Yeah, on. No. <laughs> I'll set it off now. Yeah, be queuing yeah. outside. Yeah, so.
0: Um. We'll move on to a bit of takeover talk, and then go to some questions from Twitter. We could
1: segue nicely in there. Yeah, for Derby. Derby Chris mentioned. Chris Kirchner wanted to buy Derby. Now yes. he wants to buy Preston. So
0: he's seen sense. Yeah.
1: Could well, <laughs> Could could the Derby v Preston game be the Chris Kirchner Derby? It,
0: well, yeah. Yeah. The Chris Kirchner Derby. Derby.
1: Derby. Derby. Yeah. Um, so, but uh, in, in talks tre- are ongoing. Yeah, interesting um, times. We keep getting these little snippets in one of the national tabloids, which has. It's finger on. They yeah. they were met. They, they put a forty million. <laughs> the pound, national
0: tabloid that blocked you. <laughs> yeah, that
1: blocked us. Yeah, yeah. The the forty million pound fee was mentioned in it. Believe that's not quite sort of yeah. how it is, but checking um, checking check with people involved on on the deal. It's it's ongoing. It's not mm. it it closish in in the fact that the talking, The of, process, a sort the of, there's a sort of, process Yeah, It's like long. buying your house, isn't it? Yeah. You know, there is a process, there's a part figure, agreed. Mm. So, sort of, I wouldn't say it's absolutely, we will 100% pay that, but it's around that. Yeah. But it, there's so many different moving parts, to a, di- to a deal, there's this, we discussed it last week, you've got to put, any owner coming into any club, it's not just Preston, it's any club, you have to put together, a two year financial business plan, look, how are we going to run this? over two years mm. you've got to put that document together then it has to go to the Football League and the Football League has to approve it that that takes time in itself mm. there might be questions from it I'm, I'm told at the moment it's a, this is a spell of due diligence which probably sounds a bit more grander than when it is but basically just Kirshner's lawyers or whoever's representing him they can ask for any kind of information from Preston North End mm um on any aspect involved in the running of the club ie you might want to look at players contracts how long they've got left uh, how long you know what, what the manager's contract is how much revenue they're bringing in from commercial enterprises Even stuff
0: like the lease on the ground or yeah, something like yeah. that anything that they're going into thinking right if mm-hmm. we were to buy it we could do this we could do yeah. that all right so yeah. what is it now currently mm-hmm. so we know when we come in what yeah what we would have to do
1: North End people need to pass that information on so that when the club is sold if due diligence has been done and agreed then what happens afterwards after a sale if if a sale then goes through there's no comeback then on North End or on the Hemmings family from Kirchner's people or whoever buys it, whatever, to say, well, you actually, you didn't tell us about this or yep. well, you didn't tell us about that. And so it, it's, it's it's basically, it's a period of transparency mm. and you can't, and fingers on North End can't do a lot at the moment. They can't go and hand out a new contract to a player at the moment. They can't go and give someone a wage rise because that would affect the financial position, you know. it yeah. just, at the moment, things have to stay as they are. they yeah. be you know part of the due diligence will be looking at what contracts they've got with caterers with um kit manufacturers the advertising stand sponsors yes yeah, yeah. stand sponsors advertising boards around the ground which names on the back of a track suit or on a sleeve on a shirt yeah. anything like that commercial that is bringing revenue into the club or taking rev- or taking money out of the club yeah the neat, uh, a potential buyer it's like doing your survey on your house I was going to say house, it's such a, you, a good analogy you that. send a survey around you, yeah. want, you want to see you may
0: agree agree a, a, agree yeah. a price yeah. uh, not that North I necessarily have or whatever but mm. you agree a price you do the surveys you go actually the roof needs doing yeah. so we'll knock it down a couple of grand yeah, or whatever you look
1: at it oh yeah you know looking at the house there's a mould up there where's that coming from etc yeah. you know it, it, it sounds a bit simplistic comparing but that's the kind yeah. of thing and even is, then
0: yeah. when you're getting the when you're sending the information back and forth for solicitors and stuff Mm. that's not a quick process it's the same as this when those questions are going back and forth it's not Mm -hmm. an instantaneous he's not ringing up peter Risdale and going "Uh, how much is this guy on right cool thanks yeah see you later it it, it isn't it it isn't as simple as that and it's it's such a big business deal at the end of the day there's millions and millions of pounds Pounds.
1: changing hands you wouldn't want a deal done in a couple of weeks you'd want Mm. you'd want it You'd hope that if Chris Kirsten did buy North End, it would have been quite a not a, not a drawn out process where where there's fallouts or anything. But mm. you just want it to be, have been a really thorough thing. You know, that, look, this is this is potentially this is what revenue they are getting at the moment. Potentially, this is what they could bring in, what they could invest do do it re- you know do it really well you mm. know even even if it goes on a little bit longer than what we would like we'd all like it. if it's going to happen we'd like it done as quick as possible but yeah. again but you do want it done properly
0: and that's only you only want it done doing as quick as possible in part because of the uncertainty mm. that hangs around yeah. during that time if if it happened too quick you'd be like yeah. oh, this this mm. is doesn't quite sit right if it all happens instantaneously. Yeah.
1: But what 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 North End will want is they want to know going forward, probably sort of into April, into May. Mm. Look, well, is it going to get done, or is it not going to get done? If it's going to get done, then Krishna Krishna's people who come in and run the club and Chris, and they can sit down and have a look. What do we need in the summer? This amount of players are out of contract. Yep. This is what we need for a transfer budget. If for some reason it doesn't end up happening, you want the people currently on the ground at North End to be able to make those decisions themselves. Look, you know, yeah. who do we give new contracts to? Who don't we? Who do we bring in? So, we you don't want it dragging on in, until there's a lot of you know. Ryan Lowe said already they are looking at signings for next season and where they can strengthen mm. talking to other clubs about loan players etc yeah. but obviously at the moment they can put things into place but they can't sign anything off until they know who who who's going to own the club yep. so so while you want that all that due diligence you want it, the transparency you don't want it rushed you don't want it either dragged out beyond sort of a, you don't want to be getting right towards the end of the season and you're only just starting to think about well, who can we bring in now so. yeah
0: yeah. I'll, I'll move on slightly to questions from Twitter because a lot of them are on um, the takeover and things like that and as you mentioned there transfers so p e Craig asking about transfers next season mm-hmm. speaking to Ryan Lowe today I think it was Adam Cotier from Radio Lancashire that said D- do you know what you want next season Yes.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It Well. Fair enough. Yeah.
0: Yeah. (laughs) And it was just a case of, Mm. you know, with the with the embargo, well, not embargo, with the takeover going and and stuff like that, there is little that can be done Mm, for next season because you just kind of Mm. don't know. There is an element of just not knowing where things will stand in terms. You can't go out and offer someone five, six, ten, whatever grand a week, and then it comes to it and. That money isn't there because it's spent elsewhere, or it's just yeah. not there.
1: It depends, yeah. All, all, all transfers will depend on the the owner signing it off. Yeah. You know, whoever the owner is at the time will be signing off. You know, so. But 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 in his own mind, Low Lo has to plan for next season. Yeah, he has to it be was able fascinating to say, listening to whoever him. is the owner. He has to be able to he he he. You know, he has to say like, I want him, him, and him. They've already had talks with some players yeah. but they can't definitely say to that player at the moment I'm definitely going to sign you mm. because at the moment we don't know who will actually be paying yeah. you you know, it, or paying that fee or whatever. So
0: It was fascinating listening to Ryan Lowe mm. this morning talking about the relationships that they've had uh, He was saying he was going to speak to Brendan Rogers at some point about Daniel Everson and, and stuff like that and, mm. and that the fact that they've had other clubs in to yeah. show them what they're doing to basically go look if you're sending a player here this it's, is what they're coming yeah. up to this is this is going to be worth their while. And that whole aspect of... And it's been the same since he's come in, really, just that it's not just about today. It's not just about tomorrow. He's got such a plan, such a philosophy. He could be such a good steward Mm -hmm. of of the football club, essentially.
1: Yeah. He said they had when when they played Liverpool in the Senior Cup last Mm. week, I think the Liverpool loans manager was there to... To watch that game and and be around the club to sort of have a chat with him about you know potentially what what they might get obviously we've got sepp at the moment mm. I think I, I can't see sepp coming back next season no. he's done his eighteen months good. on loan yeah whether and again whether they're playing the Premiership ready for Liverpool probably not yet no. but you think. Of, you know,
0: a top flight Germany, France, Belgium, Berlin, even yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. so yeah, or or a lower Premier League club here, you know, might might want yeah, to yeah. take a punt of him. Whether he'll play as much, I don't know, but that that's for him to decide. Say, Bournemouth get promoted, yeah. he fits into their style. Everson, yeah. I it's like that. I think you know, it yeah. like, could go either way. That one, I think actually, I think they've got a chance of Archie for next season. Yeah. I if however well he's doing here on loan, that is in the Championship. If you do you. I think at Villa they will expect a big money signing up front this summer. Yeah. Um, and
0: they've already got Traore, yeah. Watkins, Ings. Yeah,
1: Coutinho playing behind. Hopefully yeah. they want to bring him back, don't they? He's on loan. So there might be scope for Archer to come out again during... Maybe after have to do pre-season there, but then... Yeah hopefully come back sort of later in pre-season ready to start the season here you never know even if the only sanction maybe a loan until Christmas to start with yeah. and have a look out might need to reposition
0: work. him from there yeah. yeah
1: yeah or you know or they do a, le- a season long loan but with a, a break a break a break closing you so know if he's got January 10 yeah.
0: goals by 10 league goals by January mm-hmm. they might have a few prem clubs sniffing about and they can go and, yeah. uh, and pass him off to whoever just got promoted most likely yeah. but seems, this, seems this, like a very Norwich yeah. kind of signing but the the are, coming down. this
1: is is Archer's first season at the championship level and yeah. he starting. He's only really had a bit well. of time at Solihull, yeah. that's yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, so you know, it might, be, you know, to suddenly expect him to chuck him into a Premier League club and expect him to go and score 10 goals or something might be asking a lot at the moment. Mm. So it might it might be might benefit Villa and it might benefit him to give him another season here.
0: I was saying to you the other day, I think Archer, Everson, Sepp in that order of yeah. likelihood of coming back. Yeah. At the moment it yeah. seems that or way anyway. Archer
1: more chance. Yeah. Yeah, Everson in the middle. Yeah, yeah.
0: and then Sepp, and yeah. very little I'd yeah. say at the moment. But, but,
1: wait, but in terms of forward planning and transfers, you think like the goalkeeping department's going to need an overhaul. You know, yeah. plays out of contract. Wing backs are obviously the playing. You know, like I don't know. However well Brad Potts was taken to the right wing back position, he will want another right wing back in and sort of more yeah. natural one. Potts
0: could maybe be the backup. Yeah, he'll, and he'll do a good job there. He'll
1: want a left back, a left wing back in as well. If
0: yeah, not, if at not least two. You yeah, know, yeah.
1: Uh, Another creative midfielder, another striker. We, you know, we, so yeah. There's all the scope to, you know, there's there's scope for all over the pitch from mm. front to back. Uh
0: One, another one for Twitter from uh, Cataro White. Importance of the new owner keeping Ryan low. Now, for me, that take, is the most yeah. important thing. the 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 way the club is going at the moment, the feel around the place. Even again, like I was saying today, listening to him. About how he's he's showing other clubs building relationships with other clubs to try and basically get the best young player from the best person that's not in their first team to come here. Yeah. Everything about him, just he just seems to be doing the right things he's and doing,
1: he's doing well. His results. I don't see good. a better manager out there no. for the club. He, he he understands the club. He gets what North End are about. That's yeah. a big thing. Anyone can come in and be can be a manager, but he gets it. What North End don't need is another managerial change. We we're yeah. quite a stable club. Mm. And then Neil left. We're only getting to his first anniversary of him being sacked like next week. Mm. Then Frankie lasted only five or six months in the job, and now we're on low. You don't want a new owner coming in and decided, you know, yeah. it, just because I'm the new owner, we have to change manager. It does happen, mm. but... He's inhe- if he does buy the club he's inheriting a good manager here yeah. one who I don't think he's difficult to work for you know I think he's quite a reasonable guy and what he wants he, he, he knows what he wants but he'll it'll, it'll work with people about it so you know I think it's so important that th- they keep low on he gets the club he's 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 galvanised the club recently mm. you know since he came in part of his brief clearly was well you've got to improve p- league position and pick up more points that's the first one but you know, fa- fans and club were moving apart at a rapid rate. Yeah. Earlier in the season, part of his job, because of his personality, is a natural thing. He, he doesn't have to try. It's part of his natural personality that he can engage with people. It's and not an one act. That suggested meet the yeah. manager. It's not an act. It's what he does. You know, mm. it's great. You know, even just running onto the pitch at the end and fist bump in the fans yeah. at the end. You Revels know, in it in. all. He just enjoys yeah, he's being in the of thick it, of Yeah, it. it's a natural thing, you know. That, that's good to do. Action speaks harder than words sometimes. he's still such a big
0: fan himself. He goes yeah. to Liverpool as much as he can. He, he is, yeah. you know, he's a northerner, the same as everyone else from a working-class background. As, yeah. uh, the same as 90% of people around here. If you just... Mm-hmm. I think a lot of PNE fans see almost themselves in Ryan Lowe and, and the way they yeah, go about yeah. it.
1: So he's, he's a natural with the fans. He brought the fan base together. Mm. Having done all that work, let him carry on and build yeah. and it. And he's
0: only know? had he's only had six months. He's got
1: he's got three months. He's had three months here, that is all. Yeah, yeah. yeah. By,
0: by the end of the season, he'll have had six months, which is like a, a perfect... Mm. he will have had almost a perfect introduction that he's come in. Mm. He's he's been able to do a tiny little bit in January, but yeah. he's been able to see the squad, he's be able to get his style, and be able to change what he wants about the club. He's basically, you know, it's almost like he's he's this <laughs> in his car. He's reversed round. He's now facing the right direction, and now you can start putting your foot down and going on from from this summer. He's yeah. he's changed the course, and now he's got really got something. He's, he's laid the foundations to build on and. To me, there is no one else out there that I'd rather have no. as, as PAE manager. Mm-hmm. For Chris Kirshner coming in, if it is to be him or any other new owner, you've got such a almost inspiring manager that that's yeah. captivated everyone else. Why not feed off that yeah. instead of replacing it trying to put your own in? Yeah. Feed off that and go... I see what's going well here I'm just going to add to it yeah. we're just going to keep going as I, a as a unit
1: I think if Chris Kershner came in and changed managers it would put him on the back foot a little bit I do which yeah which I don't I, Yeah. no need to because there's, there's yeah. talk
0: about Wayne Rooney or whatever because he's he's linked with, with the Derby thing yeah 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 and to me it would just be jarring there's, mm. there's no need even with, with Frankie McAvoy although it was we've only had Alex Neal Frankie McAvoy and then Ryan Lowe mm. Frankie McAvoy was almost, because he came in as interim, that's kind of one, and then in the summer he was reappointed, yeah. so there was almost still that, that still potential for change that, that was still that little bit disruptive mm-hmm. so it, was, it wasn't even a clean process that there's been three in 12 months yeah. it was almost like four because you still weren't sure whether it might be Frankie at the end of the season that gets the job and all that sort of thing so another change on top of the massive overhaul and apprehension that a new owner will bring after stability of the Hemmings family for so long just seems so unnecessary to me.
1: Yeah, so hopefully, you know, I I, I think hopefully the see sense there and I think Mm. think we'll do. So, yeah, yeah, need to keep that on the level. Certainly, you know, Ryan Lowe is a man for this club. The summer transfer window is the big one. The winter transfer window is always a difficult one. Yeah, He came in just before, you know, what, when, when was he appointed? 7th of December. December. He had less than a month before that winter window. There wasn't a lot of money to play with. Yep. He was getting Jordan Story out on loan to bring in, free up some wages, which basically allowed him to get Cameron, Cameron Archer a um, couple of other getting Harrop out etc mm. allowed and freed up a bit of money to put the RB on the books and so you can say they've been two really good moves yeah. No, but the summer one that is one where people are out of contract you can free them let there's going to be a lot of other yeah. players
0: out of contract as well this summer to play with I yeah. mm-hmm. think there'll be a lot of almost flexibility because I think since the pandemic especially I think player power has diminished
1: yeah it has a little bit Yeah,
0: and mm-hmm. clubs are in a much better position to say you know well this is your wage everything's gone down and Mm -hmm. they have a little bit more power don't they yeah
1: yeah certainly so yeah there's a good bosman market there and i think Mm. you know if there was a little bit of money in the pot as well yeah make you know make make a few signings or bring
0: in even a few high-ish profile loan players or whatever from i I think i
1: think a couple of loans will be real i think i can really see that Um, they're obviously lining the ducks up there having having Premier League club representatives coming in in to talk to them and etc they've obviously got the right on that side of the market I think that's the
0: key to getting Mm. out of the football league getting the right Mm. getting the right loans and I think obviously North End had it not long ago when there was five or six Mm. um, and it's that's excessive but if you can get one, two maybe three top Premier League loans yeah yeah. loan players around you know you can see the effect that that Sepp and Dan Everson have had yeah that's that's the right amount. Yeah. That's the getting. And it's, them.
1: Get, it's getting them at the right a, a potential loan player at the right stage of his career. They've got Archer mm. at the age of twenty. They've not got Archer at eighteen, seventeen. 17, yeah. like with Nemechid, they got a yeah. very very raw Lucas Nemecha a few years ago. Got a very raw Andy Carroll going back. Yeah. further back
0: and a very raw Anthony Gordon. I would yeah, say. Yeah,
1: very raw. You know, you see what Gordon's probably the one bright light in the Everton team at the yeah. moment yet this time last year at North End, he was sat on the bench. Yeah, you yeah. not am not, and he looked wasn't at, impressive. No, no, he was coming off. He could see what he wanted to do, but it yeah. wasn't gelling with the rest of the team. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I know, I know. A lot of North End yeah. fans
0: will, will call Frankie for that and say it, well, it was, w- was wasted. It's to be fair,
1: it was Alex to start with. Wasn't yeah, it? he was in and out under Alex Neal. One of, I remember him coming on at Wickham, which was one of Alex Neal's probably third to the last game of the season. He only came on as a sub. Mm. And um he made a bit of an impact, but not you know, he looked quite lively because the rest of the team had been crap that day. You know? Yeah. so um yeah. you know, so yeah, he didn't get much of a look, he didn't he, he got more games under Alex than he did under Frankie, but not a great deal more yeah. action, you know. So but yeah, it's hitting that player at the right time, mm. isn't it? Getting the best like when the championship you don't want the raw young lad who's just coming out of eighteens or something. You you want that sort of Played some under twenty three stuff, maybe or had even one, a, more, maybe had a loan lower down. Yeah, to start that's because even ben. a season at League One, League yeah. Two
0: level, and then you build up because we've 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 had that in the past. When I suppose when the likes of Pearson and, and DJ first came in, mm-hmm. they they'd had loans further yeah. down and things like that that yeah. that meant they were much more ready. Well,
1: yeah, you think of Ben Pearson he'd had two loan spells at Barnsley, which had mm-hmm. equated to three years worth of football. DJ a bit less so, but he'd had two loan spells before Oldham. he came. To, it was in the January Oldham and um, Chesterfield, mm. and don't because you were allowed shorter loans in you know a few years ago than you are now. You didn't have to be
0: back this. in the day.
1: Back in the day, yeah, back in the day in two fifteen, yeah. <laughs> no. so two thousand fourteen. You know, but um, but yeah, but you bring in players who'd already got that little taking the rawness off him and mm. scraped a little bit of that inexperience away. Yeah, exactly. And we were the next step, so we'd probably want that again.
0: Callum and, uh, Robinson, another raw one. We got a very kept, raw and one. And but that took a while to yeah, get right, didn't it? And that but, shows. Yeah. We
1: got we had the whole journey of bar, Callum Robinson bar, in front of us. Bar really. that Bristol City long, which, yeah. was, you know, which probably did him good. In mm. fact, that he wasn't playing there. showed him. remember
0: speaking to him about that. He said basically he'd be going towards the game every Saturday knowing he'd just be sat in the stands. stands yeah. yeah. That so. He just wasn't... That the manager just wasn't going to pick him.
1: Yeah, so sometimes a play needs that to show. Yeah. Well, you know, the grass isn't already greener. On yeah, the exactly. Side, yeah. Nothing, nothing's guaranteed. Yeah, yeah but uh, no, but uh, no, I think it'd be an interesting summer. Yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, just looking for any more questions from Twitter. <laughs> there's, there's, so I said, like, is there anything that we should particularly discuss? One here, Dave. Right, you'll put it on you. Coronation Street.
1: Corrie i not. <laughs> who says that? Who's asked uh, about Corey?
0: Oh, I don't know. I've, uh, I've lost it now. Uh oh, Chris Carter.
1: Chris, I've not. I, I do. It's on in the background sometimes, but I'll admit I hold my hands up here. The last time I really, really seriously watched Corey, Red Jules was for winning it. Married to Maureen, was it? You know, the <laughs> don't ask me. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. When, yeah, you know, when, yeah. Reg used to manage, was it Better Waves or whatever the shot was? Yeah. Um, oh,
0: is that where Dev is now?
1: Is that no, the, no, no. He used to own a, a supermarket. Oh. Yeah. So See, yeah. that's why I don't know. Curly so he, Watts was his assistant. Ma- was oh, his I know Assistant him. there. Yeah. 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 Assistant Kennedy. manager. Yeah. Assistant manager. Number two. <laughs> he was Frankie McAvoy. Yeah, yeah, so. he he, <laughs> yeah. He dealt with the tactics. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, no, no. That's so that's uh, Coronations right. too. Yeah. My so.
0: girlfriend loved it and watches it all the time, so mm. I see it occasionally, yeah. and it is awful. I've not got time it to it. It is solve. just I terrible. To. I used to. The acting, yeah. honestly, the acting is the same as I saw in, like, high school. Mm-hmm. Like, I did, like, GCSE drama at high school, and I couldn't tell you the difference between that yeah. and Coronation yeah. Street. Don't say times. too
1: much about Corridor because Ryan Ledson's girlfriend did use a star in it. She's not in it now. That's
0: true. Yeah. Maybe it was good then and it's, it's yeah. awful now, maybe but that's what I missed.
1: Yeah, that's the thing is when when, when 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 we learned that Ryan Lowe was uh, Ryan Ledson was going out with this Lucy Fallon I had to look I had, <laughs> yeah. had to look her up and yeah. thought, Well, I've not watched her on telly I'm afraid. Yeah, so yeah, Sorry. yeah the uh, yeah.
0: the high profile girlfriends of Preston because exactly, Andrew yeah. Hughes is a uh, Tau- no, on Tau- Love Island, no, Love Island, like? Love Island, wasn't Island it? yeah. There's two yeah.
1: Corries. Corries and a Love Island in our two. Two Corries, two Corries. Oh yeah, Scott Helen Sinclair, Flanagan. Yeah. yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That was back when it was
0: probably better. I think.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Anyway, um, moving on to Emmerdale, maybe now. Now no, <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: other, <laughs> other soaps are available. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah.
1: Crossroads. Cross. Oh, oh yeah. wait, uh, yeah. Neighbours is ending as oh, well. Disaster. Oh, what's going on? I, rem- I remember when Neighbours was uh, first became popular. It used to be shown during the day, and then again repeated at night, and well, like early evening. And uh, <laughs> it was when I was, I was at the end of high school. Around that when. The real sort of neighbours thing was taking off, and it used to be trying to revise for me GCSEs and things like that. Oh, <laughs> sat at home watching neighbours, watching neighbours, fantastic. Geez. Yeah, and now it's all coming. Everyone goes on, on about Kylie in there, but there was others before that. You know, there, <laughs> there was Daphne before that. Daphne, married, Daphne was married to Des. Uh, you don't remember that, oh, well, yeah?
0: Well, yeah. All I know is I think Margot Robbie did a bit of Neighbours, yeah. and maybe Hugh Jackman. Yeah. I
1: don't know, but yeah, Jason Donovan was a uh, second yeah, Scott yeah. Robinson. There was someone who there was another actor who had played. Scott Robinson before him. Oh, So right. there you go. Yeah. Anyway, enough of soaps. Yeah. A football one. Do you know
0: what? No, the, that's it. That's that, we're, we're pretty no, much we're ending on soaps this week. Have we apparently. no more questions No, that, that's about it. Uh, well there's a, they're basically all saying about the takeover, which we've kind of gone over, so yeah. without mm-hmm. without just uh treading over old ground. Mm-hmm. Uh yeah, that's about it. So yeah. neighbours remember Home and, and Away so- as well. Remember, yeah, yeah. 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 I yeah. liked Home and Away as and well. And then a bit of Hollyoaks occasionally. I do always remember when I was younger. I watched Simpsons. the first.
1: I watched the first ever episode of Hollyoaks. Really? I remember that? Yeah.
0: Simpsons yeah. would go yeah. six till half six, and yeah. then Hollyoaks would come on afterwards, yeah. and then that was my time to to turn it off because mm. Holyoaks was bad. Yeah.
1: How old were you then, Tom? Uh,
0: Twenty three? No, I'm joking. Uh, I don't know, like fourteen or fifteen, 14, something. Yeah. Like high so, school. Yeah. yeah in like wow. my bedroom, watching Simpsons. Yeah, so. and that's What's why an interesting you're, person? And
1: that's why you're now working with me. Yeah, <laughs> you're waiting, you wasted
0: yeah. you. Yeah, <laughs> and, and on that note. On that
1: note. Uh, yeah. Anything else to add before we end, Dave? No, I just sort of, Yeah, I am. Apart from trying to find a car parking space at Luton, <laughs> I am. I am looking forward to and the trying game. to stay awake until yeah. four a.m. again. Yeah. So um, I just. You know, with such a long break after the Luton game, you want to be going into it with a decent result. If they can win, that'd be brilliant to have that two and a half weeks off.
0: Especially with the stuff about the takeover, if it happens in that time to have the win, just to add, especially as we mentioned earlier, assuming or hoping that they stick with Ryan Lowe, they Mm. get the win, you've got the new takeover, new era, new era again, all that sort of stuff. It it could all come together quite nicely.
1: Yeah, yeah. I I think takeover talk of... Getting it done this month might be a little bit sort of pushing things, Mm. you know. But as I say, I think we need a sort of resolution. Maybe we're in the next few weeks anyway, so yeah, hopefully forward. Yeah, but yeah, so. Luton yeah we'll probably record another podcast next week to talk about yes that and, and uh, talk
0: mm. about our misery of having two and a half weeks without football
1: yeah but we'll cope
0: we'll yeah, cope yeah well, just about get by but all that's left to say is uh, make sure to keep in touch with us on Twitter at Tom Sandals at Seds underscore LEP and have a look at at LEP underscore football Daily North End stories there uh, at LEP.co.uk as well Daily North End content and buy a paper the Lancashire post always PNE stuff in there too but all that's left to say is thank you very much for listening.